Ladies, gentlemen, Jean-Michel Glachon from School of Regulation. I'm this evening in Brussels with the Director General for Climate Action, Joss Delbecke. And on the top, Joss is a kind of founding father of the European system for, uh, for emission trading. So that really is the person with whom to discuss now ahead of COP21. But the scope of this evening is that a new book is going to be issued under the guidance of just, just what is this book? Well, the book is in fact explaining better what we have been doing over the last 10 years in Europe on climate policy. What did work, what did not work, what are the best examples, where can we improve, and that is lining up a story that is showing two things. We were increasing GDP while we were decreasing our emissions significantly. That's one thing. And the second thing what we are showing is that our policy is much more coherent compared to what it uh, resembles at first sight. Is there any other book of the same kind in the market? I uh, well, I think the unique part of the book is that it has been written by those who made this climate ah, policy this over the last uh, eh? ten, ten what, years. What is your publisher? The publisher is Routledge. Ah, fantastic. Very yeah. good one. Okay, well, thank you. And, and when? Uh, when? Well, the book is going to be on the market at the latest by end October. Ah, and ladies. It is, and it is already announced on the website of Routledge. Ladies. Gentlemen, that the book you have to read if you if you want to know more and in more details what the guys did do at European Commission. And now my own not book but my special issue. Just look at it. We got a special issue in my journal, if and we have two Nobel laureates, Jean Tirol, Joseph Tiglitz, we have the founding father of price versus quantity, Martin Weizmann. All of them, they advocate for the price of carbon at the world level. What do you think about the proposal? It's an excellent idea, Why? but not immediately. Ah. Uh, because uh, we all know that optimally we should have the same carbon price around the globe. Yeah. But uh, the world is imperfect. And uh, we know that but the level of economic <laughs> development of the different okay. players is very uh, different. And I already uh, see it as a success in Europe with 28 different member states that we have the same carbon market price. Uh, but jumping from Europe to the whole world, including China and India and Africa, I think will take some time. Uh, then, then at COP21, we won't get anything. They, they, they won't do the European system. They won't do the uniform carbon price. So what will we get? But they can do a lot of other things. But and, and they can, for example, go for renewable energy. Today, it was announced that India is going for an incredibly ambitious target on renewable energy. Yes. Uh, India is a very poor country, but it has also very wealthy parts of the country. But nevertheless, they go for renewable energy uh, as the Chinese are going, um, as lots of Africa are going for renewable energy and energy efficiency. So uh, that comes very close to the energy agenda. And uh, they can already do a lot of good things on this. By the way, the Chinese are also starting with an ETS, like we have it in Europe. Yes. Um, they are already covering 20% of the economy, but in a couple of years they are going to roll out that for the entire China. Now, the prices in Shenzhen today 
are not that different from the crisis we have in Europe today. Okay. So that is an interesting sign yeah, yeah, that sure. one day that international global carbon price, carbon market price, is perhaps less of an illusion, but the perfect market organization may not be there immediately. Okay. Does it mean that COP21 cannot fail? Or does it mean that... Of course it can fail. Copenhagen failed as well. What could uh, be a failure, um, a, a typical well, one? Well, I, I, I think we are going to have a success because Laurent Fabius, the French diplomacy, uh. is well geared up uh, for a success and we have been working very hard and we are working very hard to okay. have a success. And the fact that all countries have to come forward with a policy pledge, okay. the so-called INDCs, I think is an absolute new element that merits much more attention than it has been given so far. So when do you see something like a carbon uh, uh, a trading scheme or a carbon uh, carbon price at world level? In 10 years, 15 years? I think we need 10 years to do that. 10 years. But if the Chinese will succeed, and they are about to succeed, yeah, yeah. if the Chinese succeed, we know that China is a role model for so many other developing okay. countries. I think uh, the case for a worldwide carbon market would look completely different compared to what we have today. Fantastic. Ladies, gentlemen, I invite you to celebrate my seventh birthday in 2025 and also, by the way, we will celebrate the, the World Agreement on Carbon Pricing. Thank you very much, Joseph Baker, and again, congrats for everything you did for, for uh, improvement of uh, climate policy inside the EU and today at the world level and, and with China. Thank you, Jean-Michel, and keep up the good work at Florence. It's really precious for us. Thanks to okay, you. Thank you. Ciao, ciao.